And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully, you guys are having a terrific week. Uh, great show for you today. I was joined by my brother, the great Clint Russell from Liberty Lockdown. Always a great time talking to Clint. Uh, and, and we had a great chat. I think you guys will really enjoy it. We talked about Elon Musk's successful Twitter takeover. Uh, we talked about Ron DeSantis taking on Disney and then the meltdowns from all across the political spectrum spectrum on, on both of those issues and we covered a lot i think you guys will like it before we get to clint guys if you haven't already please follow us on twitter at no gimmicks pod please subscribe on itunes soundcloud google play spotify wherever you get your podcast make sure to subscribe if you're an itunes user please take a couple seconds to leave us a five-star rating and a good review i'd really appreciate that and if you like the show and want to get involved you can support us monthly over on patreon patreon.com slash the no gimmicks podcast all right without further ado the great clint russell All right, guys. We're here with my brother Clint Russell from Liberty Lockdown. How, how's it been, man? It's been a it's been a minute. Good, dude. Good. Uh, I am off to Ohio tomorrow to give my second live speech. So I, my life is dramatically different from last time we spoke. But it's I'm I'm enjoying it for sure. It's I feel a sense of fulfillment and drive that I haven't felt in a long time. Yeah, man. You jumped right into that quickly. You've been flying all over the place doing these events, and yeah, man. What yeah. made you want to like really? put the boots on the ground and all that uh if i'm being honest just dave smith i just (laughs) i really i really want that guy to run and i feel like i'm kind of a a soldier for that guy so i was like yeah if you anybody wants me to talk i'll go talk and and also i i really do think that we need an infusion of some like young ish spirited you know liberty warriors because yeah uh, the old guard is is getting up there in age, and we're gonna have to have some replacements. So I was like, well, I'll see if I can do this. I have no idea. I've never been a public speaker, um, but people seem to to like what I'm about. So I was like, right, I'll try. I'll try and do it live. And I almost almost passed out from anxiety, but I still I got through it, and <laughs> hopefully I can uh, get better as time goes on. Yeah, no, that's cool, man. I mean, you've been doing the podcast for a while too. It's basically the same thing, you know. Well, basically, yeah. I mean. Having having two hundred or you know four hundred eyeballs on you is is a little different than talking to ten thousand people that you don't see. It's uh, it's very different sensation. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I mean I'm certainly accustomed to speaking. Uh, it's just the the live a- action which makes it challenging. Right. I have I've never done like a like legitimate public speaking like that. I, I'm in a band, so I come from the music business. Right. And I'm the lead singer, so it's like, you know, we'll play a festival in front of 15,000 people or whatever, but I only have to talk for, like, 10 seconds in between every <laughs> song. Like, it's not, you know, right. doing a speech or whatever. So I don't know. Oh, if that, the, that's the hard part. Yeah, the, the nerves, I don't think, would bother me, but coming up with content would <laughs> would probably be my Achilles heel, I'd have to say. Yeah, but, uh, well, you're you're accustomed to the crowd, but I, I honestly, like, this is why I like having guests on the show and not doing solos all the time is because when oh, you have yeah. to fill the entire, you know, 45 minutes to an hour, it's rough. It's rough to, to you know, have all that flowing naturally. So uh, the, the live speeches, I'm now I'm now getting up there and they're like my first speech was only 15 minutes. Now this one's going to be like 30 to 45. And then I have some other scheduled a month or two from now that are going to be an hour 
solos. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. What am I gonna What am I gonna say for now? That's crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, man. I mean, guests are great. You don't even need like to do much show prep. It's just no. You know, None. you just you know turn the mics on and let it rip. Where Where are you guys gonna be at in Ohio? Uh, I'll have to look it up, man. I don't even know. Okay. All right. Cool. Sorry, I should I should have that information so oh, no, I can tell good. people. But no, that's just know. a side. I'm I'm in Toledo, so if you're close by, we'll have to get a beer when you're up here. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'll I'll let you know once we uh once we're done, and I'll check it out for you. Oh yeah, for sure. So obviously, the big news of the week is the Elon Musk Twitter news. He's officially bought Twitter. I I didn't think Homeboy was going to pull it off. By the way, I just you know I'd not be blackpilled or anything, but I just these things never work out. So. <laughs> I was actually pretty shocked. I thought, you know, the yeah. SEC would go after him or, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how. I thought that they'd try to pull a rabbit out of their hat and stop this takeover, but they weren't able to. And, man, the last 48 hours has just been just great. It's 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 been fantastic. The entire political left and Democratic Party have publicly admitted that they can't win an argument without censorship. Like, it, it's oh, beautiful to watch. I mean, like, they can't debate us. They can't even debate a generic middle-of-the-road Republican without censorship. Like, the <laughs> exactly. prospect of free speech on Twitter, which is, like, the fifth largest social network in America and, like, the 16th largest globally, right? Like, Facebook has, like, 20 times the, the users, the daily users of Twitter. Um, but the prospect of free, free, free speech on Twitter triggered, like, an existential crisis among these yeah. people. Like, I've never seen a group of people give away the game willingly like this you know what i mean like it's, it is fascinating to watch i honestly i i don't think i was really involved with twitter back then but i'd imagine it, it's similar to how the left reacted when trump got elected like yeah. it, it's almost certainly just full full-blown meltdown yeah um <laughs> i i gotta say man like well one i predicted this which i'm gonna take a little little victory lap on 10 days ago i tweeted out, i was like by the end of this year well i got it Close, but not totally right. I said by the end of this year, Elon Musk will own 51% of Twitter. Uh, turns out I, I underestimated the savagery, <laughs> and he and he went and bought the whole motherfucking thing. So that's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm thrilled, man. I, like all the libertarians and anarchists that are are, are freaking out about it, saying, "Oh, you're gonna trust a billionaire and oligarch?" Blah blah blah. I'm like, I'm like, look, this is already like controlled by the evil empire. So why would you not just roll the dice? Even if you don't trust Elon, like, yeah, give it a shot folks. Why are, I, why I are just, you being so pessimistic? Yeah. I, I just don't, I've never heard a legitimate reasonable argument on how this has any downside. Not, not just that Elon right. Musk won't make Twitter better, but I haven't seen an argument that makes any sense to me. Why there's even a negative aspect at all. Like I don't, like the funniest thing about the meltdown and you're right it's it's a bunch of like libertarians and and like conservatives too it's not just the left a lot of people are opposing this for some reason but like the funniest part of the meltdown is that we have no idea how elon musk is going to run twitter after taking it private like the only thing he said is that he wants more free speech <laughs> you know what i mean so it's yeah. like there's at least even if you're just like a hardcore leftist like as of now there's nothing to worry about, <laughs> you know. Like that's, well, that's the funniest thing. It's like yeah, he doesn't even say he doesn't even say he wants Twitter to stop banning people. He just says he wants the algorithm to be public so people know the rules. You know what I mean? It's like I, there's nothing to freak. Like doesn't matter who you are. Like even if you're a fan of censorship, like there's just nothing. Like like well, those, no, this, this I, common sense, you know. Well, he he did he did say that he he thinks that you know free speech is is vital and right. and I think that is enough. That's that's how far. 
the quote unquote left has drifted that even even to give lip service to lip service, you know, to right. to get to give right. lip service to being able to speak your mind freely is is uh, you know a mortal sin. It is really it's really remarkable, and I think it it really goes to demonstrate how far we've slid that that people are this unbelievably panicked yeah. that that someone can talk openly like. I just I, I can't even believe that that we're here, you know, that this is like I live in America and people are so afraid that you won't be banned for saying, you know, the election was beep, you know, <laughs> like uh, I mean, manipulated. It's like next level Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, right. I mean, it's like these people are begging for censorship. <laughs> like yes. it's, the, it's the most bizarre thing. And dude, just on a practical note, like if the only thing Elon does is just make the algorithm public, that would just immediately improve the Twitter experience. I mean, because that's the weirdest thing about all these people getting banned is you have no idea why. Like, there's right. no rule. It's like, if even if it remains this, like, leftist echo chamber, if the only thing that changes, like, there's a list of rules, like, you can't do this. It's like, okay, now I know how to not get banned. But it's like, you're just banned for no reason. You have no recourse, and you have no idea why. You know what I mean? And obviously they do that so they can target, like, the right wing exclusively and all that. But it's like... Man, it's like what Elon Musk wants to do is so benign and so like common sense. It's just, man, it's like when they freak out. Like you're right. I mean, it is similar to how the the, the meltdown after Trump won. But it's like they keep having these meltdowns over like less and less important issues <laughs> to the point where it's like you can't you can't dial up this level of outrage over everything. Yeah, I mean, well, dude, it's kind only of... like eleven percent of Americans are active on Twitter. Right. And it's I mean, only it's, one to two percent of Americans that are actually the ones tweeting. So yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. It, it, um, I think I, I saw someone was saying it's like the it's basically the media critiquing the media. That's what Twitter is. It's like everybody, although normal yeah. people aren't really engaging with it. And I think that's true to to some extent. There's obviously a lot of people that aren't in the media that that still enjoy it. But it is definitely like the Politico battle zone. Like that's oh, what yeah. it is. Um, and I think that the you know. Well, first off, I don't I don't think that they wanted to have the the censorship, uh, you know, protocols known one because it allows them to change at any time and they can punish right. whoever they want, which obviously is an advantage. But also for litigation purposes, you know, these are these are big business avenues for marketing. Yeah. And if yep. you if you nuke someone's account and you say it's because of exactly this, and that's not exactly in line with your terms of service, you're looking at a lawsuit. So yeah. they would rather just say you violated our terms of service. We're going to leave it at that, you know. Oh, yeah. And I think that's what happens on, on YouTube and Twitter and Facebook and all over the place. It's like they don't like to tell people why they're doing it. Um, and I, I really hope that changes. It's it's a it's a brutal way of dealing with people, especially when the internet has become such a huge aspect of so many people's lives when it yeah. when it comes to their business ventures and things like that. It's it's just brutal. It's brutal to to you know take someone's account that they've been working on for 10 years they get up to 100,000 followers and then you're like you said you said the wrong word or you yeah, said yeah. the wrong topic it's not even a word or it's like right. you can just you can just touch the third rail and that's it um so it, it needed to change I, I think that that the biggest reason i'm optimistic is that if elon's the real deal if he actually makes it a free speech platform where we can actually say anything that we want because he he hinted at basically he's only going to make criminal things illegal yeah you know yeah. like like calls for violence and things like that and, and i'm like wow if he does that 
that's a game changer like nobody's ready for. Oh, yeah. I mean, because then Facebook and Instagram and all these other platforms that censor like crazy, they're going to look like assholes. Like, you, yeah. like why, why would you ever be there again? And, and I think that if he's, gonna, if he's this pot committed, if he's going to invest this amount of money into this acquisition, well, then he better, he better plan on doing something dramatic like that because I think that's the only way he's going to grow the user base to make this investment make any sense, you know, any sense whatsoever. Um, he he says he doesn't care about the money. I find that hard to believe. Uh, you know, it's there is definitely a, a bit of you know trinketism when it comes to billionaires acquiring you know yeah. newspapers and things like that. But this is a back end play. This is not yeah. a front end play. You're not you're not trying to make money off of the Washington Post. You're trying to control narratives, and that right. is that is. Big, big money if you get good at it. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's the play, really. Yeah, and, and Musk is doing the, the opposite of, of a Bezos. I mean, he's like, his, his goal is to not control, you know, not allow Twitter to control the narrative, you know what I mean? Well, I think, he mean, I think that means that he believes that the uncontrolled narrative is in alignment with his own. Right. Um, which is powerful if it's true, you know, because I would love, we need, like, all the, all the Blackfield people out there that don't want to accept any sort of positive news uh we need one billionaire that actually thinks the way we do that that actually yeah, thinks man. that we have a right to speak freely and to you know have some input in our political system like that would be great if that's the case we'll find out yeah and i mean look i, I i'm a libertarian i don't do the hero worship of politicians and billionaires and stuff like that so i'm sure. not going to do it with elon musk either but the thing that you just have to respect about the guy is he knows the firestorm coming for him like he has to. I, he's he's a he's a brilliant guy. He has to know that the the left, the Democrats, they're coming for this dude with everything they've got because he's public enemy number one right now, man. Like they're yeah. coming after him with investigations, with lawsuits. They're gonna come after his other businesses. They're gonna go after Tesla and SpaceX, all that. Come after like the subsidies he gets from government and, and stuff like that. And it, he's an enemy of the state now, man. He truly is. Like, they view him the same way they view us now. And six months ago, he was a hero of the Democrats because he talks about global warming all the time and builds electric right. cars. You know what I mean? So it's like, it, it's if you hook up all these billionaires, these people running these these big corporations, hook them up to a polygraph test, I'm sure a lot of them are, like, right-wing. There's probably a couple libertarians in there. But it's just— Of course. When you, when you have that much to lose, you become risk-averse. They all do. And it's so easy just to go along with the left, to go along with the woke stuff, go along with the Democrats. They control all the their bureaucracies. It doesn't matter who's president or whatever. You know, Absolutely. it's all controlled by the left. And he knows what's coming for him. Bro, dude, if I were the richest man on earth, I wouldn't want that smoke, man. <laughs> like, I would not well, want run headfirst into a firestorm, man. But he has the balls to do it, and that's... Not a lot of guys would do that. I, I don't think I could do that in his position. Like, I, I'd probably just keep my head down and just go fishing and hunting and buy an island somewhere. You'd never hear from me again. But he's willing to take these people on. And it's like, man, that, that is impressive. Like, that is a respectable quality that he has. Like, Hell yeah. Not, I mean, yeah, not a lot of guys in his position are willing to take on that, that burden, man. Yeah, well, I, I think that's the other reason that I have an affinity for the guy is because I'm kind of in a similar position where, I, you know, not not a really similar position. I'm not right. the richest man <laughs> in the world, but, you know, I was financially free in my 30s and I was able to decide whatever I wanted to do with the rest of my life. And I chose to put my, you know, myself kind of in the firing line where I'm now a quasi public figure that gets shit and deals yeah. with shit. And I didn't have to do that. And 
but it's because I'm 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 pursuing my passion. You know, like that's that this is honestly what I believe in, and and I was willing to to risk some of my mental health to to go <laughs> after this. So um, I think that there there is also something to be said for you know someone at his position where you become the richest person on earth. You just say, well, what else is there? You know, what why yeah. why am I here? You know, yeah. I, I can do whatever I want. I can acquire whatever I want. I can go wherever I want. I could probably get whatever girl I want. Um, <laughs> what else is there to do with my life? And and this guy has obviously been a big dreamer. He's like, we're going to have a colony on Mars and we're going to do X, Y, Z. And yeah. so it doesn't it honestly, it doesn't surprise me that much other than I honestly believe his life is in jeopardy. Like, yeah. I, I, I think yeah. that that he needs to have you know, security, he needs to have people that are checking his private planes and making sure that they're not trying to take him out because this is no joke, man. Like, the narrative game is everything, especially when you're in, like, a late-stage late, late stage totalitarian regime, and I feel yeah. like that's where we're, we're kind of inching on, and so I, I just pray for the guy. Like, I just, I yeah. just really hope yeah. that he survives this because I, I think if they can't get him, you know, through removing of subsidies and litigation and... And dragging them up to Capitol Hill. I mean, they're trying to get rid of, you know, Section 230. They're they're doing everything yeah. that that the right was talking about. Now all yep. of a sudden the left's like, we gotta get, we have yeah. to have regulations because all of a yeah. sudden we don't have every social media platform doing exactly as we demand. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna get real interesting. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> a lot of powerful people's lives would be a lot simpler if Elon Musk <laughs> didn't exist right now. So you're absolutely right about that. You know, like. Uh, you you got to think he has top notch security and, and stuff like that. But if he doesn't, you would, you would holy think. smokes, he, he he had better. Um, yeah. yeah, that's the funniest thing, man. Too, with the freak out is like once this all goes through and and let's just say everything that we hope Twitter will become actually comes to fruition. Right. Which you never know. I mean, like it's gonna be some middle ground between ideal and how it is now. That would be my guess because that's just mm-hmm. kind of how things work out in this sphere. But like, let's just say Twitter becomes this truly free marketplace of ideas. Nobody gets censored or banned or shadow banned or anything else. It's like the left still controls like 97% of the culture instead of right. 99% of the culture. Like, that, like that's, that's the meltdown is happening because they lost like 2% control over the country. Well, it's like the, you see, control the, everything else. Like it's, I know, it's like I you know. control every other corporation, every bureaucracy, every other social network. It's like they they will settle at nothing short of complete domination of the culture. But but, but what is the one percent they didn't control? The podcast. Yeah. And they and three months ago, four months ago, they were it was full court press against Joe Rogan. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I mean, this is just hard evidence to me that like. They have to have a monopoly on narrative control. They have to. If yeah. there's a if there's a crack in their armor, it it expands and it becomes like this hemorrhaging yeah. wound. And that that's what Rogan represented was like, this dude's doing twelve million listeners per three hour episode. Like, what are we talking yeah, about? Yep. He is he's annihilating everyone, and it's and it's he's not even like he's not even a libertarian. He's just no. he's just a free thinker who's going wherever he wants with his show and that is not acceptable you know they they cannot yeah. allow for that so this this opens up another 3% maybe so we're up to 9 you know now they only have 96% <laughs> control and then right. that'll probably hemorrhage from there too it'll probably end up being 5 or 6 or 7% and I, that's all we need man like i i really feel like we just need a crack because when the truth's on your side you don't need everything 
You just yeah. need a crack. And, and we got a crack now. So I'm going to run through that bitch and see what I can do with it. Because that's, that's all I've been looking for. Yeah. And I know, like, I, I talked about the Joe Rogan stuff on the podcast incessantly. And I probably drove the listeners crazy. But it's like... Me too. <laughs> but man, like, and, and I know it's easy for us to say because we're podcasters. But it's like, looking back on that... I think that was a tipping point, man. It, like, it I agree. Gone, it could have gone the other way. Like, we could have been in a world of hurt <laughs> after yeah. that. Like, let's say Spotify, you know, censors Rogan, or maybe Rogan doesn't stand up for himself the way he did and yep. kind of makes concessions. And it's like, fast forward five years, and it could be all over, brother. Like, that yep. could have been that could have been a serious tipping point in the that, country. Like, yeah. let alone just, like, our movement or, like, with podcasting. Or, it could have been, like, devastating. That's why you and I talked about it so much, I'm sure, because I I saw it the exact same way. I was like, this is the biggest, you know, primarily independent voice that exists out there. Um, And and if if he caves, if he bends the knee entirely, which he kind of did for a minute there, he he gave an apology. He removed all the episodes where he said the no, no words. And 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 that was that was that was the end of it, though. You know, I think after that, Joe felt the pushback from our side and he was like, all right. I'm still going to have all the same people on that I used to. I'm still going to talk about all the same things that I'm not allowed to talk about. And we're going to see where this shakes out. And if if Spotify is dumb enough to fire me, I'll get my payout and I'll start an independent, you know, avenue, like fully independent. And, and we'll see what, we'll see who, who prevails in the end. But, um, I'm just, I'm just so grateful that he did that. You're absolutely right. That would have been a, a catastrophic loss for us. Uh, because it's really, this is the final frontier, man. Like the podcast sphere is the last place where people get to talk pretty openly. And and it's very rare for a, a podcast RSS feed to get nuked. So I think that's the next push. You know, I think that's what we have to be on guard for, unfortunately, is, you know, Apple and Spotify and these other companies starting to, to eliminate more and more shows that are doing what we're doing. But I think that the writing's on the wall. You know, there, there's so much money to be made if you actually feed into the, the free speech economy. Oh, yeah. Um, but God damn, do they not want it? They really, yeah. they're going to fight it to the bitter end. Yeah, man. Uh, maybe the only man in the country that the left hates more than Elon Musk is your boy, uh, Ron DeSantis down there in Florida. Um, <laughs> he, You're right. He's, he's been just doing work, man. He's been just getting stuff done, you know, protecting kids from like, you know, wicked government school teachers, slapping Disney for their, their propaganda. It's, it's surprising and refreshing to see a Republican governor, just dishing out dubs like that. I, I said this on the podcast wow. last week. I had you on a couple months ago, and then like two days later, I had um, Jim Garrity, who's a, a writer or an editor from a National Review. He's like this middle of the road, like old school, just like conservative Republican. You know, there's not right. a libertarian bone in his body. And like those were my two shows that week, and you were both like singing Ron DeSantis's praises, and I was like, man, this is weird. Like, this right. is like, this is cool, but weird. It's like, I've never, it's like, I don't know if there's like another, like, public figure, or it's certainly not politician, that could draw the praise of Clint Russell and Jim Garrity and Brady Leonard <laughs> in right. the same week. You know, like, it's just not, <laughs> like, that typically doesn't happen. But, man, it's like, I've lost a lot of brain cells from reading <laughs> the takes from a lot of, like, libertarians and conservatives who are obsessed with losing all the time. It's like, that, that's the only thing there is, man. They're just, they're black-pilled. It's like they're just committed to just, like, losing with integrity or whatever. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, no, it's... You're, you're, ex- you're absolutely right. That's that's the key word is, like, 
the integrity or maintaining their principles till they die. You know, like that's. Yeah. And I'm like, you're probably going to die if it's you like, hold on to. It's like, why do you want to wanna die? You don't have to die. You're choosing <laughs> yeah. death. You know? Yeah. The, I, and I, I, I'm of the belief that you have two options. Either you become a revolutionary or you create so aggressively that yes. you can, you can you know, create your, your separate world from the status world. Or third, you use the state to defend yourself. Yeah. And, and I think that. The third one, because we don't have enough people that see the world the way we do, is really right. the only it's the only option yes. at this point. Unless unless you want war, which I don't. So yeah. like I don't I don't even understand the level of pushback, to be honest, because he's he's not even going like full authoritarian or anything like that. He's no. he's he's using pretty pretty clean mechanisms. Like, why should Disney have this special treatment? Especially if we believe in free market capitalism. Right. Like you can't have the biggest companies on earth getting their own autonomous zones. Like this is crazy. Like I want yeah. us all to have that obviously, right. but we're not going to get that. Yeah. We're not going to get that. So I don't even understand this argument. They're like, if, if, you know, the principal thing would have been to do is to give us all our autonomous zone and remove all, you know, it's like, that's not going to fucking happen. Why are no. you even saying it? Like, I, no. yeah, of course that's the, that's what we want, but that's not, yes. this is you, you want to end Capistan. I get it. It ain't happening right now. No. You go to New Hampshire if you want that. If you're going to rely on a Republican governor, this is as best as you're going to hope for. And I love the fact that at least a conservative is trying to go on the offensive. You know, like they've been they've been just not even holding the line, but constantly backpedaling and stepping backwards and moving the yeah. line and moving the line. And he's like, all right, no, not only am I going to stop the line here, but I'm going to take a bit of it back from you. And that is that is a change. That is something that no Republicans do. Um, so. We'll see yeah, how we it plays out. We haven't seen it in decades. Yeah, I, mean, like, my, I feel like I haven't seen it in my lifetime, practically. Aside from guns, which there, there has been progress with, like, constitutional carry is That's now the, in, like, 27 states or something like that. That's crazy. That's like, true. we've made a ton of progress on guns and quite literally nothing else for, like, yeah. 50 years or something. <laughs> know, you know, know like it's, been, it's been forever. But it's like, yeah, like, obviously, I believe there should be roughly— 330 million independent autonomous countries who are exempt from paying taxes. But it's like but seeing like both, both conservatives and libertarians make the case like everyone should get boned by the government except this one specific <laughs> leftist multinational corporation who hates us. It's like, yep. what kind of argument is that? Like it's, this is just, dude. This is just the schoolyard principle of talk shit, get hit. Like, what do you expect if you're gonna go after a state run exclusively by Republicans? What do you, what do you think those those Republicans should punch you in the face? Like, why? Like, who just lets themselves be just abused by these leftists? Oh, well, that's they're used to being able to abuse the right. Well, this, this without is, recourse. You know what I mean? This and is Sanders is, is like, what, no, I'm a grown man. You can't do this. I'm gonna hit right. you back. Like this this is this is what offends me more than anything is that. <laughs> That the the libertarians coming out going this is this is such a dangerous precedent, <laughs> and I'm like like or or they go they go just wait till three four years from now when there's a Democrat governor you're really gonna regret having given lip service to this folks the Democrats have been doing this for my entire life but moreover very severely over the past two years did you guys live through lockdowns where they just decided yeah. this business stays open. All of the oh. mom and pop's business get closed. It's like, this has been fucking political. What are you talking about? They have done whatever they wanted. They have ruled completely, like, on, omnipotently. And we yes. finally have one guy who's saying, well, I'm going to pick and choose now, and I'm going to choose to punish yeah. this autonomous 
multinational, multi-billion dollar lobbying behemoth that also has had, you know, patent rights that have been extended infinitely to to bolster their their bottom yeah. line. It's like and and this is crony capitalism, which we should be fighting. We yes. should not like I think that if you really want to make the libertarian argument, you should say what what he ought to have done is said we're going to we're going to stop treating all big businesses in this state special and we're yes. going to allow we're going to allow small businesses to finally compete or we're going to remove subsidies and we're going to do all xyz like that would have been kind of a a, a next level principled right. stand that i think i think most libertarians even couldn't have argued against but whatever you know i'm going to take i'm going to take what i can get and and i think it's a really big threat to have you know and i'm not i'm not going to pretend that it's like every middle school teacher or elementary school teacher that's that's shoving this down kids throats i'm sure it's not the case but to pretend as if it's not a real problem is oh. crazy at this point like it's definitely a real problem and you have you have skyrocketing cases of drug overdose and gender dysphoria and and uh you know people considering themselves non-binary when you know you know it's not that you know it's like this is just the the it thing to do for these kids and it's not making them ha happier or healthier or psychologically better off like they're suffering because of this so like let's fucking stop it let's stop yeah. doing that to children it's terrible and i don't know why that's so wrong i don't know yeah i don't i don't understand it i i, I truly don't and it's it's like they're they're journalists are literally writing think pieces on how Disney has a constitutional right to convince kids to chop their dicks off. It's like, there's no, there's no constitutional issue. Like there's no, like there's nothing like there's no sound argument against this. You can just say you oppose it. If I were governor, I wouldn't have done it, but there's no like legal or constitutional issue. And like, you're right. Obviously with the lockdowns, you know, government deciding what businesses can stay open for two years. But it's like, even before all that, it's like the left has always been like vindictive going after their political opponents. Like the the guy that that baker, like the Christian baker in Denver who didn't want to bake the gay wedding cake or whatever. Right. They've been trying to kill that guy for 10 years. Like they yeah. ruined his life. He's bankrupt. You know, they took a like Hobby Lobby didn't want to pay for because uh, the, the guy that owns Hobby Lobby is Catholic. They didn't want to pay for uh, birth control for their female employees. They took them all the way to the Supreme Court. They spent hundreds of millions of dollars <laughs> trying to crush uh, Hobby Lobby and took them all the way to the Supreme Court. It's like Democrats have been playing this game forever, and they get yeah. so offended when anybody else plays by their rules. Exactly. I mean, DeSantis is just following their lead, and Chick they can't Chick -fil -A handle it. Chick-fil-A got the same – Chick-fil-A got the yep. similar treatment. Yeah. I mean, that that's – that's you're exactly right. I mean, and, and this is why I, I constantly scream to our – you know, our crowd, guys, they only apply our principles to us. They don't no, yeah. hold these principles no. at all. No. So, no. so like, stop pretending as if this is like a real argument. They go, they go, this is such a threat to Disney's free speech. You know, that's what the left <laughs> comes out and says. And it's like, it's like, do you think these people value free speech? Have you fucking, have you listened Look what they're to doing. Them? Look what they're doing right now on Twitter. They're begging, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're begging for restrictions to free. It's like, oh my goodness. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. It, and like, it's, it's infuriating is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I just hope other people, you know, take notice, man, because we're going to need like the thing is, we need these Republican governors, like as libertarians, like we need these Republican governors to step up. And like with the Twitter stuff, with how popular a lot of DeSantis's, you know, laws have been like the uh, 
the parental rights and education bill that he signed a few weeks ago, like that has like 75% support nationally. And it's probably higher than that in, in Florida. You know, anybody who's a parent is like, yeah, I kind of want to know what's going on like in these, in these schools. It's extremely popular. And like the left can, can keep bitching and moaning about this, but these are all very popular. And I think a tide might be turning, man. Like you're seeing too. like Florida turned into that. That was like one of the ultimate swing States. And it's like a red state now. You know what I mean? Ha, like have I, you seen polling? I, I don't even know if that's true, but if it is, that's great. I mean, just looking at the, uh, cause DeSantis is up this year and in the theoretical matchups with the two Democrats, he's like up like 12, 14 points. Okay. Great. Well, I mean, then that's great to he hear. won by like 30,000 votes. I know it was, I mean, it, it was, was like razor a, thin. That's why I'm, I'm grateful to hear that. It, it sounds like he'll be a slam dunk if he, if he runs again. And I think he will because he'll want to, you know, run for president after that. Yeah. Yeah. And he should. I'd, I'd vote for him. <laughs> Why not? You know, well, but like, I, I think I think that's that's the one area where I do agree with the libertarians is like I, I do question him on a on a presidential level just because of his his congressional record and being more pro war than I would prefer by a lot. Right. Um, but I, I agree with you. I mean, if it if it comes down to Trump, you know, oh, like, yeah. yeah, I would prefer I would rather give DeSantis a, a roll of the dice. Um, oh, but, I, you know, I'm going to be supporting uh, Dave Smith, if he runs 100% anyways. So right. it, it's it's kind of irrelevant to me. But I, I certainly hope that DeSantis re-ups as governor here. I didn't move here for no fucking reason. Like, <laughs> I need <laughs> right. I, I need defense from these lunatics. And, and he's oh, yeah. kind of the first guy to to really go on the offensive. And that is that is defensive at this point. Like they like once once you've been aggressed upon, you have a right to fight back. And, yeah. and I feel I feel very sincerely and clearly that we have been aggressed upon egregiously. So it's like, this is, oh. this is, this is very mild. Like, I, I think that he wouldn't have even been like, I wouldn't have supported it, but I'm not, I wouldn't have been surprised if a guy like him was like, you know what? We're going to, we're going to like start stripping licenses from Disney. Like, we're not just going to take their autonomous zone. We're going to, we're going to try and like push them out of this state. But I don't think yeah. he wants to do that. I think he just wants them to get the fucking line. He wants these big businesses that have gone woke to just stop fucking with the political system here because yeah. Yeah. they like, and th this is one other point that we haven't even got into, but this, this entire argument about, um, you know, it's a private business that can do what it wants. Like this is, this is killing the libertarian community to have people talk about these multinational corporations that, that are, completely ran by BlackRock and Vanguard via oh. ESG, which is environmental, social, and governance, they, these guidelines that that basically force these businesses to be woke in order to get the funding that keeps their stock value up. Yeah. This is breaking this country. It is breaking civilization. It has to be fought. And the, as far as I'm concerned, we can fight it on the free market level, but guess what? They are getting this funding from the Fed window. How, oh, yeah. do, you, how do you fight? on a free market basis with someone who has access to the printing press. You fucking can't do it. So you, you have you have no choice. You have fucking violence or force, you know, and the force being the state and the state is the least of those evils. So I think that this is the libertarian answer. And uh, you yeah. know, a lot of libertarians, I don't think they see this clearly. And the ironic part is like Twitter is actually going to be private property now. And it, <laughs> it will actually be a private business that can do it at once. But right. prior to that, it was no private business. No. It was fucking ESG ridden, owned by yeah. BlackRock and Vanguard. They they acquired more when Elon started to play in this game because right. they wanted to try and keep their monopoly on the narrative. And he was just like, you know what? I'm going to put you in a corner where you have no choice uh, other than to be sued into oblivion 
for breaking your fiduciary responsibility oh. to your shareholders. He played it masterfully, and and he yeah, did yeah. it all legit. It was all in the up and up. So like, I support every every step of what's happening right now. Like, I, I just I just think it's all positive. I don't know. I don't even I know. understand how people look at it and they go, oh fuck, this is so dangerous. It's dangerous. I know. <laughs> yeah, man. It is dangerous. We live in a dangerous world. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, dude, like an entire culture and government and and society run by one political party yeah, has proven dangerous. to be the most dangerous force in the history of humanity. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Like, if you want to talk about danger, just study the 20th century, man, and that's where we were heading. You want to talk about something being dangerous? My goodness, 150 million people died by these states run and cultures run by one political party. Exactly. Like, that's where it ends, for goodness sakes. You know, I, I would have loved <laughs> to be in the room with these, these hacks over at Twitter trying to figure out a way to stop Elon. Because it makes oh. sense now how this went through, but it's like, how the heck were they trying to do it? I mean, they would have been sued to oblivion, man. They would have. He offered a he offered a thirty eight percent premium on yeah. on the at the time on like April fourteenth. Their stock price went up after that, but like exactly. at the time, I think it was April fourteenth. It was like a thirty eight percent premium. It's like, man, how the heck were they? They how did they think they were going to get out of it? Well, and, he, and you got to keep in mind too that this stock has been flatlined forever. For like I mean, nine it, years. Yeah, yeah it, and it and it was down severely over the past twelve months since uh, Jack stepped down. So, I mean, he he offered a massive premium. All the all the shareholders that are not woke, that are not you know concerned, like that's the thing. That's the other thing that drives me crazy is people don't recognize that Vanguard and BlackRock and these boys like they certainly they're interested in making money, but when it comes to narrative control, they are oh. willing to lose. They are willing yeah. to lose to maintain that stranglehold because. They, these are true believers that believe in yep. like global Marxism, essentially like communism. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. But 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 mechanize, uh, you know, weaponizing it via fascism, which is the control of big business. So it's like the worst of both worlds. It's a fascistic yep. communist takeover. And and it's a enormous threat. And, and what drives me crazy is most libertarians don't seem to see it. They don't even no. understand it. Like, I, I know that the ESG stuff is kind of new. And I know that even a year ago, I didn't know about it. But I'm like, People catch up. Like we gotta, we gotta. All of us need to get on this because you have Glenn Beck and James Lindsay and all these other, you know, more conservative leaning yeah. folks that are are highlighting it. And it's like this is the front lines. Like this is this is how all of our liberties are being stripped from us. So like, why yeah. are you not completely up on this topic? Um, so that's my that's been my mission over the past you know three oh. months or so is to try and get people on board. A hundred percent. And I mean, it's encouraging to see these like mainstream right wingers doing oh, the right great. thing. But it's and then it's also super frustrating and embarrassing that our people aren't. You know I, I know. Mean? Like yeah. like the big the the worst one was over the the vaccine mandate. Uh, freaking um, uh, Daily Wire, Ben Shapiro's company sues the federal government, took it to the Supreme Court and won. Yeah. And it's like, man, where were our people? <laughs> like we should have been. Like I mean, great, great. I mean, I'm thrilled to see that. I mean, that's outstanding. But also, it's like, oof. That's supposed to be us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like we were supposed to be on the front lines. You know what I mean? I feel like we're letting people down. You know what I mean? Well, th- this I, is why this is why I don't I don't care who does it at this point. You yeah. know, a lot a lot of people are like, well, I'm only going to support LP candidates because I only want da da da. I'm like, look, I don't give a shit. I don't care what you run on. If you're if you're a Democrat who's super based on all this stuff, I would give my support to you. I don't care. Like I need people who are sincere and passionate and warriors that are going to go out and actually 100%. rip some of our liberty back. And and at this point, 
ripping is fine. You know, like I think a yeah. lot of people, uh, they, they just keep saying their preference. They're like, well, I would prefer that we just abolish all public schools. I would prefer that too. Why are we yeah, saying course. that? Why? Why are we saying that? It's so <laughs> stupid. It's such a waste of our breath and our time and our energy. So I'm just done. I'm done playing the hypotheticals. Like I, I want to have a world that actually looks similar to what we believe in and not this dystopic hellscape. And I don't yeah. know, I don't think that we're going to get any closer to our vision by, you know, continuing to give lip service to what we would prefer. You know, like we have to, we have to take some battle lines and say, this is, you will go no further. Like, stop here. <laughs> you yes. shall not pass. Like, what the fuck? A lot of libertarians just don't want to be associated with the right at all, which is oh, just I, know. I mean, they just, they just hate Republicans. They have this visceral hatred of yes. Republicans. And a lot of them just hate Republicans way more than they hate Democrats, um, which, I, I mean, made sense in, like, 2003. Right. <laughs> you know, like, that made perfect sense, like, yeah, when course. Bush was invading Iraq and, and, you know, signing the Patriot Act into law and stuff like that. But it's like... I don't know. I mean, after the Ron Paul movement, like he did have a lasting impact on the GOP and like large swaths of the GOP moved in a libertarian direction. And then another thing, too, and I'm encouraged by the popularity of a lot of the stuff that Ron DeSantis is doing, because I'm convinced 100 percent that if the culture like I think there is a shift and we could see a cultural shift, not in a libertarian direction. Unfortunately, our numbers just aren't there. But in like a more right wing or more conservative direction, and that should excite libertarians. Like I'm excited about that because libertarian libertarianism is more conducive to like in like a conservative culture than like a degenerate <laughs> like left wing culture like we have now. Like it's it's way easier. Like if some parent in Florida is a big fan of like the Parental Rights and Education Act that Ron DeSantis signed because it's you know transparency in government schools to get to know what's going on with their kids. It's a lot easier to convince that person to take other liberty issues seriously than some leftist. Like Democrats are gone, man. Like it, you saw this over. Like they're begging for they're begging to be censored. It's like this, like like as of now, and hopefully this changes in the future. And I, maybe it'll be war or drugs or one of these other issues in the future. But as of right now, the left is lost. Like, they're too yes. far gone. Like, there's just no point. Like, I don't spend a lot of time trying to convince these people of anything because they're just, they just hate me. Like, right. they just, they hate me because I'm a libertarian. They hate me because I'm a Christian. They hate me because I live in Ohio and go hunting and fishing. It's like, just my entire way of life is just, so, just, they hate it. And yeah. you just can't and communicate if, and with I, these people. I don't know if you're straight, but if you're straight, they hate you. If I'm you're straight. If yep, you're I'm white, married. they hate you. Yeah. White, if you're married, straight, they hate you. Married. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, dude. They, and, and obviously, there's a handful of people on the left that are that are waking up to the insanity that has happened yes. to their party, and and they're kind of abandoning it, or they're they're you know sounding more and more like us, to be honest. And I think that's that's great. So I'm not I'm not shutting the door to the people on the left, but the Democrat voters, the people that will yeah, yeah. only vote Democrat, forget those people. Who cares yeah. about those people? Scared. Like we have to we have to work around them or through them. Like we cannot no longer expect to appeal to them. They're not going to do anything for us. Nothing. So I am I'm with you, man. Like that, I am I am a hundred percent on board with with a more conservative leaning movement. Um, I think it's about time. And to your point, in two thousand four and five, the conservatives were begging for the state to spy upon us. Yes, you know that was terrible and yeah. evil and awful and completely unprincipled and against everything I believe in. So you know back then I was saying fuck them, and now hundred percent. 
I'm saying fuck them. <laughs> you know, so like I yeah. think this is a principled way of looking at the world is like if if it if it sh- if the ground shifts underneath you, you got to you got to reassess who your allies and your enemies are. And and I'm not saying they're perfect allies, but the other side is not an ally at all. So come yeah. on. Yeah. And I mean I think, you know, yeah, you're absolutely right. And you see a lot of uh you know, I had a my my friend Greg Price on the show on Monday and he's like one of these like populist kind of guy and like i i disagree with the populace on a ton of stuff you know what i mean they're like they have a lot of like really you know aggressive big government <laughs> ideas you know stuff that they want to do um but it's like man we agreed on just about everything we talked about mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like man there's there's so much common ground yeah with, there is you know the like the new right and the old right too like on, on certain things but it's like yeah it's just it's it's tough and it's just i i do think the ideas of liberty just spread quickly you know a lot quicker in like a you look at any like conservative state like look at like wyoming or something it's like there's just so much more liberty there if you if you live in in florida too you know it's like you know there's no income tax in florida there's all these things it's like ideas of liberty just spread so much more quickly in conservative cultural spaces and uh you know i I feel like we've kind of like libertarians have denied that for a long time because it's like you know, Republicans don't want drugs to be legal and, you know, all that stuff like that. But it's like, that's not, I mean, that's such a short-sighted, like, <laughs> narrow-minded view of the world. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. I, I do think, like, yeah, I, I don't know. A, a tide could be turning. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Um, because, like, like we just mentioned a, a second ago, I think with the Joe Rogan stuff, we were on razor's edge, and it could have gone either way. And like like you mentioned with them. Um, Black Rock, Black Rock and Vanguard and all these guys. It's like, man, if Twitter did figure out a way to get out of this takeover and just said F you to their their shareholders, just completely, you know, abandoned their fiduciary duties. It's like, man, we, we could be looking at the end of capitalism. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that was like a, a post-capitalist move they were trying to make. So You're it's like, totally I don't want right. to get ahead of myself. Like, we are still in danger. But I don't know, man. Like, we... These it's been a good pills. couple weeks, man. Like, there's it's been, been a, a great couple pills. weeks. Barack Obama didn't get re-upped on Spotify. It's been a great couple weeks, man. Uh, yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And and uh, you know, I I actually had one of my few one-star reviews on Liberty Lockdown that I read on my show just a couple days ago, and someone was saying that I was unprincipled because I was supporting DeSantis and that I was nothing but a, a run-of-the-mill populist. And I had to clarify to them, I am a populist. I, I like what a populist actually is definitionally is someone who tries to appeal to the masses when they're being right. ruled upon by a technocratic elite. Like right. that's where we're at. And I yes. and like if we want to appeal to the masses, we're gonna have to speak to them on their terms, on their level, and and try and implement our ideas through them. And and I think that we have fertile ground for that. You know, people aren't pro lockdown. They aren't pro mask mandate. They aren't pro vaccine mandate. Like they they are waking up to much of the the dangers that we rallied against or railed against over the past two years because they felt it. It fucked their lives up. Like, this yeah. is an opportunity, and I'm not going to blow that opportunity like the libertarians would would prefer that I do. You know, like, no, I'm not going to blow it. Like, well, this is the most fertile ground in my lifetime to try and implement some of the stuff we believe in. And guess what? It's most fertile because we've lost more than we ever have before. We've lost so much. So, like, take the gloves off. Be serious. Stop with yes. this hypothetical preference of what you wish would happen in the world. And it's like, no, I'm going to make this shit happen. Like I am going to fucking make sure that my kids don't grow up in this fucking hellscape forevermore. 
And 100%. I just I just hope that more people will take this seriously because this is an opportunity we cannot let go. We have to capitalize on this. It's just such a childish way to view society, too. Oh, it's terrible. I mean, like it's like if you're 19 years old and have no responsibilities, like yeah, you could just talk about. I would prefer that the world was this way. It's like yeah, right. man. Yeah, <laughs> like if if you have a family, like yes, I would love Ancapistan. If it ever happens, it's not going to happen in our lifetime. Like we're yeah, going to be no, long. Not, fu- our... not fully. Yeah. No way. Right. Yeah. There's just well, I mean, anything could happen, but like it would be extraordinarily unlikely for that to happen in our lifetimes or even our children's lifetimes. It's like I don't have any kids yet, but me and my wife want kids. It's like I want them to be happy and, and prosperous and, and live in peace and be free. You know what I mean? So it's like, well, what am I well, going to do? Just you know, like talk about my own like crazy ideas and philosophies or actually try to get something done. Like yes. my goodness, be an adult. Just yeah. Put down your childish ways, be a, be a man <laughs> and get something right. done. Like I, yeah. I just, I, I don't have time for these people. Like we yeah. as a, as a country, as a society quite literally do not have time for these people. No, <laughs> like, we don't. Look at COVID, look at the lot, look at everything that's been done to us. We don't have time for these people. And it's like the mentality of like, Oh, this isn't the hill to die on. It's like, bro, what is, if you if you've lived through if you call yourself a libertarian who's older than 3 years old <laughs> like you've lived through the last few years it's like bro what is like yeah. what is, like Where, it where's your the hill, locked, homie? like and even with the like the like the the like transgender propaganda stuff it's like oh it's not the hill to die on well, it's like well you're not a parent if you think like if you think that's not the hill to die on it's like agents of the state are like convincing your four-year-old to like to chop his penis off it's like no man if you're a parent like that's your hill to die like don't i mean that that ought to be your hill you're insulting those parents to say that's not a hill to die on like of Uh, course it is my goodness and and you're coming across as a complete fucking lunatic you know you 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 really are (laughs) and and i think that this is like one of the rare opportunities where you have like a genuine bipartisan uh, uh, you know, issue that many anybody who's still even quasi sane on the left is going, yeah, this is crazy. You know, they may not say oh. it publicly, but they are absolutely thinking it when you know Billy comes home and he's like, I think I might be Sally, and you're like, you're five. <laughs> you're what five. are you talking about? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, so yeah, I, I I completely agree. And and to your point about like being an adult about this, well, you can you can sit around and say your preferences all day. But it's not going to happen unless you actually do something. And if you're going to, if even if you don't believe in like using or, you know, voting in the direction of, of trying to get your liberty back, if you're serious about getting more freedom, you your ass better be on a plane to New Hampshire right now. Like you better be moving to the Free State Project. Yeah. And guess what that means? It means that people are taking political action to get more of what you believe in in this world. So like you may not want to do the dirty work. You may not want to you know, sully yourself by casting votes for status, blah, 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 blah. But you're still migrating to places where people are taking political battleground, you know, battle lines, and they're defending your freedoms. So, yeah. like, it, I, I don't know if, I, I 100% don't think that Ancapistan will happen on a United States basis. Right, but, right, right. But we could get close to it in New Hampshire. We might, yeah. you know, theoretically, we could get not close to it, but closer to it in, in Florida and Texas and these other states that are kind of fighting back. But, you know, it's not going to just you're not going to snap your fingers. You're not going to dream it into existence like it's going to take some real, real work and and some sacrifice. And like, I don't mean sacrificing your principles necessarily. Like, I'm not if if DeSantis 
comes out and he goes full drug warrior and he's like, yeah, we're going to, you know, up the punishments for drug use in this <laughs> yeah. in this state. I'm going to fight yeah. it. You know, I'll fight that like crazy because I think that's terrible. Um, but the good news is, is that the populist right is much more anti-intervention than it's ever been before. Oh, and it's yeah. much more drug warrior than it's ever been before. These people are getting closer to us while the left is getting further away. And that's not a debate. That is crystal no. clear. So, like, no. that's your ally. That's as yeah. simple as that. And it's like, I, I love talking about philosophy. I love, Me I, too. I, I love talking, you know, I could talk all day about Mises and Rothbard and all these guys and their big ideas and just debate stuff, go back and forth. But it's like, man... It, it does not violate your principles to live in the real world. <laughs> like to, exactly, to yeah. accept that reality is reality is not, it doesn't sully you. It doesn't like, it doesn't pervert your, your ideology or something to, to just live in the real world. And it's like, I was listening to uh, this podcast about something. I, I'm always listening to like an ancient history podcast or something when I'm working or working out or whatever. And they were talking about why the, the Romans, the the Roman Empire lasted, you know, ten times longer than the Greeks ever did, and the Greeks were much bigger thinkers than the Romans. I mean, they invented democracy. There were these philosophers. They, you know, the the Greek writings are a lot more important, long lasting than the Romans. But this this uh, uh, I forget I forget what podcast it was. I should give them a shout out. But uh, the the historian was like, when the Greeks, you know, they had their their heads in the clouds all the time, and the Romans had their boots in the mud. When they sat down and they figured out how to make aqueducts that worked, they figured out the best way to build roads that still exist now, <laughs> 3,000 right. years later. Like, they figured out how to build latrines and bathhouses and to, to build lines of communication on and off the battlefield. They adjusted military tactics. It's like, they didn't, and they did have philosophers. Guys like Marcus Aurelius, people like that who were philosophers. But they didn't spend a lot of time on that. And then, not that they didn't, but they didn't. That wasn't their primary focus, like it was in Athens. Right. They they focused on getting things done. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And they had an empire that lasted a thousand years. You mm -hmm. know, and it's it, so it's like I'm not advocating building an empire, but, but it's like I think there is something to be said about that. We can't just have our heads in the clouds all the time, man. Like we need to actually just look at the data, look around us. How do we get from point A to point B? Like that's I, what the Romans totally, did. Man. The Greeks never did that, and they were done in a hundred years. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's well, the, like, the we Greeks, can... the Greeks were like, we're gonna, we're gonna invent all of these things through our, our brilliant minds, and and the Romans were just like, that's ours now. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. Uh, and that's kind of that's kind of where we're at. And and I I honestly believe that the the utilization of the definition that's that many libertarians apply to the non-aggression principle is is killing us like yeah like you have to be able to identify the aggression when it's actually happening and aggression is not always a cop at your door with a gun pointed at you you know like it's 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 oftentimes going to be you know uh surreptitious it's going to be yeah. hidden obfuscated yeah. from your from your clear view you have to be able to see it in advance and like i'm, I'm not calling for preemptive strikes here i'm not going full neocon or anything i'm just saying right. Like when when you're being aggressed upon via vaccine mandates and things like that, it's OK to fight yes. at that point. Yes. Like you have to fight at that point. And it's not it's not enough to just say, well, it's a private business. Oh, it's a private business that the president of the United States said should be implementing vaccine yes. mandates. Come yes. on. You're being yeah. aggressed upon. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> So yeah. that's that's where that's where I'm at with it. I'm like, hey, you stop stop waiting for them to punch you in the face. The the yeah. the, the fit the arm is coming towards you. It's okay to put your hand up. Like, what? yes, 
Come on, yeah. man. It's easier, man. It's easier to just to go along with it. It's easier to not take the scrutiny. It's, I mean, it's easier not to stand up for yourself. Yeah. I mean, like, it's hard, man. Yeah, it's hard to stand up for yourself, stand I up for your family. I, see, I don't think so. I don't think so, because you know what's really hard? Existing I mean, for a lot in, of people, not for me. I, yeah. <laughs> I love this shit, man. Like, this no, no, I'm, I, me, I, but, no yeah. I'm saying, I'm saying, you know, what's really hard, though, is living through the past two years of lockdown. Yes. You know, that yes. that's that's really hard. And and to me, that's what that's what took my gloves off. I don't know why the fuck everybody else hasn't taken theirs off at this point. Like my life was deeply impacted by this. I had to move from my home state after 37 years of living there and building all of my relationships and everything else. And my whole life was uprooted. I closed my multi-million dollar mortgage company. I became a podcaster for God's sakes. My life is in disarray. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I mean, if maybe these people lived in red states and they didn't get as impacted, but having been in Florida for a while, I see still half the people rock or not half, maybe it's down to a quarter now, but Still a ton of people are wearing masks everywhere. This PSYOP worked on everybody, including the libertarians. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's, you're, you have to be willing. If you're going to call yourself a libertarian that actually wants to make a difference, you have to be willing to be uncomfortable, man. Like, yeah. it's like yes, they're going to come for you. Yes, it's going to be uncomfortable. My brother, I know we're uh, way over time. Uh, I keep everybody on over time. My mistake. But uh, it was fine by me. Out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. It's always fun having you on. We got to do this again soon, man. Uh, yeah, where can anytime. everybody check out Liberty Lockdown? Where can everybody uh, follow you online and keep in touch and all that good stuff? Sure. It's at Liberty Lockpod on Twitter, which, by the way, uh, you know, all these leftists were complaining about losing all their followers since Elon bought it. Like they were saying, Hillary Clinton and all these people have lost tens of thousands of followers. I added 1,250 followers over the past 24 hours. So, I don't really? know. Yeah, dude. I don't know what's happening, wow. uh, but I'm pushing 38,000 now, which is crazy. Uh, and so yeah, you can follow it me. Had to have been the shadow banning stuff. Right? I think. I think. But I, I it's really like your, don't. Know. Your tweets just weren't reaching the same amount of people. I guess. Before. I guess. I like. I'm. I'm still waiting to figure it out. I've never added that many in a 24-hour period. So I don't know. I don't know if it's people that new accounts. You know, fans of the show that had never had a Twitter account. They heard Elon bought it and then they hopped on and they they subscribed or they followed me. I don't know. I don't know what it is. We'll figure it out. There's eventually. no way there was that many. There's no, 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 way. no, There's no. I'm just, I'm saying, I'm saying different, you know, different right. avenues or different funnels of business uh, activity. So I don't know. I don't know what it was, but I'm, I'm thrilled to see it. And uh, so yeah, at Liberty Lockpot on Twitter and Liberty Lockdown on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, everywhere. Just search Liberty Lockdown. Thank you for having me, Brady. It was a blast as always. Absolutely, man. Everybody check out Liberty Lockdown. Everybody follow. Uh, Quinn on Twitter. He's great. That's all I got for today. I'm Brady Leonard. I'll be back on Monday. No gimmicks. Um.